Well, in today's show, we've got news about Kevin heading to Animal Kingdom. Uh, some little story about Disneyland ticket prices. I, I think they increased. Maybe. Maybe they went down. I don't Maybe know. they're giving them away. Uh, they've got some new annual pass holder perks coming. Uh, we've got trivia and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Alrighty. So, um, before we get too deep into the show, we have a serious favor that we need to ask from each and every one of you. That's right. Not you. 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 Not Over that there. guy. No. No. Oh, no. You. That you. Yeah. Right you. there. In the shirt. That's right. That's right. You with the head on your shoulders. Uh, if you go to Disney Parks Podcast uh, on Facebook, and the website. And the website, DisneyParksPodcast.com or Facebook.com slash DisneyParksPodcast. The top post you'll see there is a survey. Mm-hmm. Now, most surveys can be very dull. No, not our survey. Our survey That's is fun. That's right. Uh, and it's fun for us. If you <laughs> fill out the survey, uh, you enter oh, yeah. for a chance to win a killer prize. Yeah. You get Tony's head in a box. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of there's things on there. I don't I don't think everything that I have in that box is all listed on the site. So those are some of the things, and there's some surprises. Yeah, coming. got a lot of a lot yeah. of fun stuff. Now the whole thing is is we're trying to make the show better for you guys. So uh, I know not everybody likes surveys. We have back in the day, uh, Tony, who is a master of surveys, created like twenty thousand page surveys. <laughs> Uh, it took people months to go through. It was worse than a, a review for work. Uh, but he's uh, he's pared it down yep. to just the bare essentials. Yeah. These are the questions that we need answered to kind of move the show forward. We've been at this for... Five years now. No, survey. no, it's been longer than that. It's, it's been longer than that, bro. No, the survey says... Five years? Yeah, five. Oh, it's been longer than that. Might have, but the survey the says... The fifth year yeah. that we've done surveys. Yeah. I think we've yeah we've done the podcast longer the service that's the point we've done okay. this show yeah. for seven eight years yeah. now yeah maybe even close to ten I don't even know probably while well, we've been we married probably for go back and look we that. probably looked that up yeah. um, so anyway we've been doing this show we for a long time and you know we want to make sure the show is is meeting your needs and your wants and we want to make sure this entertaining for you guys. Uh, so the best way we can do that is just to ask you. And so basically, we are bribing you. Please fill out our survey for a chance to win some really cool stuff. If you don't want to uh, give us your info, which is, I think, your name and your email address, you don't have to, and then you don't get a prize. Right. You, you if, just if you, you know name is chosen. Just just be nice. Yeah. Just, just don't go crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Other than that, we're going to uh. What were uh, so you saw Mary Poppins returns, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I have not seen it yet. I mm. just haven't been able to fit it into the, hmm. all that stuff. I made it fit. That's what she said. Uh, so tell me your initial thoughts. Uh, let me let me enter. Let me ask you questions. Mm-hmm. What were your initial thoughts of your? Uh, you've seen it once or twice. Once. What was your initial thoughts right when you got done? The credits are done rolling, and you're sitting there in your little seat. 
Um, my initial thoughts were one, it it was not the same as the original. Fair point. Okay. And uh, when I say not the same, I mean not like the cast wasn't the same. I obviously knew that going in. <laughs> but it just it did not have the same feel as the original Mary Poppins, I would say. Didn't have the same feel or have At, the same heart? Uh, it had some heart, but okay. it, it was just missing the same something. And I think the something was... When you left the original Mary Poppins, there was probably one or two songs that kind of bounced around in your head uh, hours and maybe even days later. There's not a song there that does that, that leaves you singing that song or, you know, walking out going, oh, I should go get the soundtrack to this because it was... Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It did not leave you any of that. So that was what I I don't I what I found a little I can't say disappointing, but not on target for me as a right. Disney fan. Right. I'm sure that there's a lot of purists who are just not into the movie period because I'm of sure, that. Sure. But <laughs> things move on and you know, I don't think it was ever going to top the original Mary Poppins yeah. because it was just it it was a phenomenon when it came out. Yeah, uh, I so, mean the acting was good, the storyline was pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to say the songs were terrible, but they weren't mind blowing like or left you singing them. So, you know, overall it was a pretty good movie. I, I will, I'll say this. You, you should go watch it. If you love the original Mary Poppins, then go watch this one. And you all make your own comparisons and contrasts and whatever you want to do with it. Right. You know. Um, <clears throat> would you go see it again? Yeah, I'd probably go see it again. Will you buy it for DVD? Or however you purchase movies? I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> I don't know if I need it. In my collection. Nice. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. I'd be interested in what everybody else thinks, uh, you know, about it. You know, what they thought. You know, I I knew it was going to not be the same. It was going to be different. Storyline was a little different. I will say this, uh, and this is really not a spoiler. There is one scene uh, where they're talking about... uh, feeding the birds and quietly in the background is the original feed the bird song playing yeah. yeah and that i you know pulled up my t- my heartstrings uh, so there's that and i know that uh, dick van dyke is in there are there any yes. other call outs to the old old movie <clears throat> no other, i other i than he- the obvious no i heard uh julie andrews said no to right. a cameo cuz she did not want to Overshadow right. or take anything away she, from Emily Blunt and her, and she would have. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what she did say yes to? No. Uh, a, a voiceover character in Aquaman. <laughs> well, Disney came calling. They said, "Hey, we got this Mary Poppins thing. No, I really don't want to do that. I, I love Emily. We got Aquaman. Oh, I'll do Aquaman. 
Well, I mean, is that what Julie Andrews is making decisions about? Yeah. In London? Well, I mean, <laughs> do I do I put myself in this movie that could potentially overshadow the whole production and make it all about me, which it's not. It's about you know Emily Blunt and mm. Manuel Lynn Miranda, right. or do I do this other thing where I'm going to make a payday, do voiceover work, yeah, and it's all about Jason Momoa, right? I would, you know, being her, I would probably do that too. Unless, yeah. you know, she's she's at a point in her career she doesn't have to. Yeah. Or does she to. really care? Yeah, she really cares. I mean, come on, she's done her time. Oh yeah. She, you know, she's 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 done Mary Poppins. She's done The Hills Are Alive with the Sound yeah. of Music. Mm-hmm. She's done not one but two Princess Diaries movies. So right. I mean, yeah, her life is her life is yeah, set. She's done. she's done several Hallmark movies. She's good to go. She's good. Right. She's good. It's good. All right. So, uh, anything else before we get into the no, show? I think, I think that's enough All entertainment. Right. <laughs> well, there's nothing else we can do except get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Ah, we did pretty good for the first time in 2019. <laughs> Normally, we say the show, which is not yeah, what that's right. a Vayner check thing. Uh, Kevin. The lovable bird from Disney Pixar's mm-hmm. Up is headed to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and boy, are his wings tired. Uh, so, their new story came out that there's a, a large exotic bird known as the Kevin uh, that you might remember from the Pixar f- film Up, and she will be migrating north from Paradise Falls, headed in the direction of Animal kingdom Hmm. uh experts anticipate that kevin will arrive at the park sometime in november i mean uh, november uh january february sometime next month maybe uh senior wilderness explorer russell and his furry friend doug are also Mm -hmm. at disney's animal kingdom greeting guests and discovering various species of birds from around the world in their show up a great bird adventure you can visit them daily on Discovery Island and catch the show at the Anand- Anandapur Theater. Have you seen the new bird show out there I yet? I have not yet. I've not been to the Animal Kingdom in quite a while. Yeah. I think the last time I was in Animal Kingdom was during the guest thing for uh Yeah. It's time I time for my annual visit. Yeah. Well, let me know. We'll probably go with yeah. you. Yeah. I, I think this is the... Here's the thing. I know that Doug and... Uh, mm. Russell are in this show. Mm. You think that a big fake bird is? I'm sorry. What I meant to say was a bird the size of Kevin. <laughs> How do you think another bird is being like? What the heck yeah. is that? I mean, what what are you, man? <laughs> I mean, you got feathers, yeah, but you ain't like the re- one of these things is not like the other. Right. I'd be. I'm looking forward to this. I yeah. think it'll be cute. Yeah. I think. Uh... Russell <coughs> is taking over the Animal Kingdom. He is. Russell, Kevin, they're all over. Up is Doug? taking Yeah, Doug. Why not? I love you. I just met you, you, but I, I love you. you. You know, I'd heard the rumor that they were thinking of bringing in uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. I was really kind of hoping that happened. Yeah, that would have been I awesome. heard it was going to take over Dino Land. Yeah. Yeah, it would have yeah. been a whole Indiana Jones thing. Yeah. Didn't happen, but. Yet. Yet. Hypothetically, wouldn't it be cool if like, if he did, and then like periodically throughout the day, like Indy comes in and mm. you know, birds. Why they have to be birds? <laughs> Go ahead. Hey. 
All right, uh, I think this blew up the internet, and I really don't know why. I think I it's mean, like Ralph; it broke it. Yeah, I mean, these happen like twice a year now. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Uh, Disneyland Resort announced 2019 uh, ticket and prices. I was not shocked. I was like, oh, they raised the price. We raised ours. They're going to raise theirs. The, but I don't know. I don't think it's the fact that they raised the prices. I think it's how much they raised the prices because yeah. it seems extreme. Well. And I'll tell you the reason why. Star Wars deterrent. Repellent. Really? I think so. I think they're saying, if you really want to see this this bad, you got to pay. You're going to pony up some cash. So are they going to are they going to keep that forever today just to get what happens yes. in in 10 year or 5 years when Star Wars lands on that It doesn't matter. There'll anymore. be 10 other price increases by that point. So, overnight, uh the Disneyland Resort quietly and Quietly. Well, they tried it to be Quietly quiet. on the West Coast, raised prices on all of their tickets and annual passes. The last few increases have come in February, so as an increase in January, this was not expected. Dun, dun, dun. Doesn't matter. They like to change things up. Yeah. The most recent uh, ticket, in uh, ticket price increase was February the 11th, uh, 2018. Now... A one-day, one-park ticket is now 104 during value season and 149 during peak season. Total price increases were between the 5 to 10% range. Hmm. Now, we could go down this entire list and really make you sad <laughs> of every ticket combination and adult price and kids' price, but I don't think you all want to hear that. Um, but... Why do you think they did this, John? Do you have any guesses? Well, it's funny because I got I got into a very it, it went much deeper than I anticipated a conversation with mm. um a guy on the WW Park Hoppers page. Mm. And I mean, no disrespect. I mean, he he held his own, but he was like, "Well, you know, I mean, they have these costs for this new land and mm -hmm. you know, they got offset those costs somehow." And I'm like, "Seriously? They charge 5, 6 dollars for a Coke and it's 40 cents, yeah. costing 40 cents. They're charging 6, 6, 7, 8 bucks. Not seeing how they've got a cash flow problem." Mm. Um but I get it. Uh I think the pricing is just like you said. A it's a Star Wars deterrent. Mm -hmm. B, Star Wars fans will pay it. Yeah. The big shocker for me was the big hit for the uh, East Coast, West Coast thing. Mm. I'm like, yeah, almost yeah. two grand for that Platinum yeah. Pass. Yeah. That's steep. Yeah, you got to be a hardcore fan. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not so much, and, you know, I know that Jen, our buddy from California, and our other California listeners you know, I don't mean this as a slam against you guys, but I'm less concerned about what that means for them, and I'm more concerned about what happens when they announce the price increases for here. Because if they're willing to go that high in Disneyland, mm -hmm. you imagine what they're going to do over here. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, but we don't have a traffic congestion parking problem like they have in Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They just built a new parking lot at the studios. They got all the Skyliner people coming in yeah no i don't think so i think they're going to look and say uh hey we're building the skyliner we've got we've got resorts that we're building we've got 
Star Wars land. We just opened Toy Story land. You know, we we got to pay for that somehow. Mm. Meanwhile, Bob Iger is raking it in hand over fist and smiling. So nothing against Bob, but hey, I mean, it's it's hardcore, man. Mm. So it's mm, it's a sad reality. You know, it's a sad reality of a place that when they opened up was only like what four fifty. What I think they should have done was made it a save for the first year. Made Star Wars land a separate ticketed land. Right. Here you can buy your regular ticket, it doesn't include Star Wars Land though. If you want to go to Star Wars Land, here's the special ticket you have to buy. Yeah. You get the wristband. Yep. Show your wristband and you can get in. Yep. The problem, you know, the the problem is is there's no guarantee. And here's what I mean by that. I mean that uh, if you think of the what I just that's what Universal did when they built the two Harry Potter lands. They didn't build them in one park; they built them in separate parks. So you had to buy the park hopper. Right. That was smart. Yeah. That was smart thinking. Right. But my my point is is like if they did the magic if they did the wristband thing, mm-hmm. they know their maximum capacity in that in that land. Mm-hmm. Once those tickets sell, once those wristbands are sold, yeah, it's done for the day. That's it. Yeah. So that would create its own set of problems. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's no easy way around it. But it just felt price gougy to me. Mm-hmm. It just you know, we've had we've had things built here and the prices didn't jack up that high. Mm-hmm. It just felt very. Yeah. It just felt very. Yeah. I think they're very very afraid at the congestion, the traffic, the crowds, the the people sleeping in the parking lot to try and get in. I really think they're scared of what's going to happen. You know. Well. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Don't build it, and they won't come. <laughs> well, too late now. <laughs> well, we want to build a Star Wars land in, that, in Disney World. That makes sense, but you build that it. That spaceship has sailed, my friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's already made the Kessel Run and yeah, back. Yeah. You know, in Walt Disney World, it makes a little bit more sense because we do have a little bit more sure. land. Mm-hmm. But what they put it, they pigeonholed where that, uh-huh. anyway. But then they put it in Disneyland, and I'm like, where are they going to put the people? Mm. And you made a comment during the Patreon show mm-hmm. that they're building how many new hotels? Seven. They're building seven new hotels mm-hmm. to house all the people. Mm-hmm. They're not building any new parks. Mm-mm. So they're already pushing park capacity now. Yeah. What What are they going to do? You know, uh, They're not building another park to offset seven more hotels worth of people. Right. But that's just me being... Pain the butt. Next. Yep. Okay, hey, uh, before we went on holiday vacation, <laughs> a long, long time ago in the galaxy far, far, I mean, last far year? away, uh, we had a trivia question, and it was, what voice actor took over the voice of Mickey Mouse in 2009? And the correct answer was, a Brett Iwan. 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 And the winner is Morgan, as we'd like to say here, Morgan. It's in the mail. Probably by this point, it's already got it. No, I just sent it. To oh, me. did you? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to tease you, Morgan. Uh, hey, John. Yeah. We have this week's trivia question, mm-hmm. which is in Italy. Uh huh. <clears throat> Mickey Mouse is known as what? A Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so. This also brought up the question, I wonder how many other countries 
he's really not Mickey Mouse, but something else. I cannot I think don't of know. I mean, is this legit? Know. Yeah, it's, it's legit. Like yeah. if they put a poster up of Mickey Mouse, it's... Yeah, it's oh this. Yeah. Disney now, allows that? How's that possible? Yeah, so I don't know. Look, when when the president goes to Italy, mm-hmm. he's not something our, else. He's our, our president? Our current president okay. goes to Italy. Uh-huh. He's not some other name. He's mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse is a, is a name. How can it be something else? I don't know. I'm just saying. Now, if you've ever visited Italy in Epcot, you will know this answer because they have some things there with this name on it. So. That makes more sense to me now. I'm like, yeah. that, this is misspelled. <laughs> this doesn't say... There's two names, yeah. Mickey, Mouse. This is wrong. Yeah. This is so wrong. <laughs> I don't know what this what means. the hell is wrong with you people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you think you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at uh, gmail.com. One of the things that we get to do every Monday night when we're not on vacation is mm-hmm. do a live show for our Patreons at 7 p.m. Uh, you don't know what Patreon is? I'm glad you asked. Patreon uh, is a way that we as creators can share uh, some extra special content with uh, a group of people who like to support what we do. We do a lot of things throughout the year. One of the things you may or may not have noticed that our lighting looks a little bit better, uh, and that's because we brought some extra lighting in. We're using some green screen. We're about to get some new audio equipment. Those things happen not because... Uh, you know, we just go out willy-nilly and run up our credit card. You guys have supported us, and we appreciate it, and it makes the show better for you guys. And uh, there's some things that we want to do. There's some things that we've done in the past that require uh, some seed money, and that comes from our Patreon. So if you like what we do, if you want to support uh, the Disney Parks Podcast, we encourage you to go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. I can't even speak tonight. Uh, Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, what that allows you to do, that gives you some uh, ad-free show, uh, an exclusive uh, video content, plus some really cool offers and some really cool tier things that uh, that we like to give you guys. And, uh, again, you get that free show. You get a free Facebook group uh, that's just for our Patreons that you guys can meet and greet other Patreons. It's, uh, it's our little family. And uh, we are much... We're not that much different, but we are a little different with those guys than we right. are. We're a little bit looser. Uh, but go check it out, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. All right. All right. Uh, so uh, there was an interview interview with Ed Barron's, mm-hmm. I guess, website, the magazine, I would say, yeah. magazine, yeah. with Bob Iger, the chief executive officer for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, and he hinted that there's a June opening coming for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's some other things he said that's not included here that caught him in a little bit of heat. Uh, but we won't talk about that. Uh, in this recent interview, he hinted, hinted that uh, possibly June for the opening date for Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Very exciting. Officially, the 14-acre land is scheduled to open, and I quote, summer of 2019. Right. Uh, at Disneyland Park, and the sister land will open in late fall of 2019 at Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, in discussing ticket prices and getting more people into the parks. However, Iger mentioned a June opening in Anaheim. So that's pretty in- 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 All right, so interesting. So I'll read the Barons, and you could play Mr. Iger. Oh, awesome. 
All right, oh, ready? Let me do some wordplay here. How much of this? Okay, we don't have a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang on. <clears throat> let me put on my Bob Iger hat. My one thousand uh, dollar suit. Hang on. <clears throat> I'm wearing my cheap suit today. <clears throat> Please continue. Uh, do you still feel like you can bring more people through the parks, or is it about growing ticket prices? Well, in some, uh, you get more repeat visitation and increased length of stay because there's more to do. You get more capacity. When Star Wars opens in Anaheim in June and in Florida later in the year, that's adding capacity. You're adding 14 acres of land each, more rides, more things for people to do. It's the biggest land we've ever built. We're just getting higher demand on our product spread throughout the year. That gives you pricing leverage. But what we're also trying to do is be much smarter about pricing strategy uh, to try to spread attendance and reduce attendance in the peak periods so that we can improve guest satisfaction. Crowding is an issue. Uh, what's your favorite thing when you go to the parks, Mr. Iger? Or do you just look at it as a businessman? Beedy, 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 beep. I look at it as a human being. Beep, 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 beep. Just kidding. That's the Mark Zuckerberg answer. Uh, Iger says, I go there and I marvel at how many people are there having the time of their lives. And I just get the sense that in a world that can at times feel dark and as sinister as it is, these are people that have escaped all of that. They've spent time and good money that I put in my pocket. And I will say, to provide themselves and for their families their uh, loved ones an experience that not only is going to make them feel good but that they're going to remember forever and make me rich I'm sorry he didn't say that <laughs> this is never lost on me I appreciate it as an executive as a human being and as a parent I have grandchildren I take there I happen to love Pirates of the Caribbean it was the last attraction that Walt Disney was really involved in creating he died just before it opened. And you go and you think, well, this is just silly, but it's great. You look at Main Street. He did not use proper nomenclature. Mm -hmm. You look at Main Street, USA, mm -hmm. and you look at kids meeting Mickey, not on Main Street, USA. Mm -hmm. I love it because what it means to people, I don't go thinking, wow, look at what we're charging for these churros. Isn't that great? Oh, bull crap. He's <laughs> so... How much you charge for churros? We could charge more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. People standing in line to pay four fifty for churros, they yeah. could pay ten. Right. Uh, Mr. Iger, what is it like to go to Disney Park as Bob Iger's grandchild? Well, it's different from them, I will admit. They don't wait in line. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, hang on. And I know that this is just a part of an interview yeah. pulled out of a yeah. That is a douchebag answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of Disney people out there, and I know that, that we've got certain people watching the show. That is a horrible answer. Well, they don't wait in line. Why You're not? Bob friggin' Iger. Get a fast pass for crying out loud. Is the park even open when your kids go? Bob should have to make his own fast pass reservations. That's when we use get the change. app, like we all yeah, have to use do the it. app, Bob. That'll yeah. that'll make some. When it crashes and burns every five minutes, then you'll get the uh, the the understanding of our pain. Yeah, I joke and I kid. I I, I respect it. Or I love. as a pass holder, Bob, I dare you to try and get a fast yeah. pass yeah. with your thirty day window. Yeah, double dog dare you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what he'd do? He'd get an assistant to do it. 
Uh, it's different for them, I'll admit. They don't wait in line. I get it. It's a cute line. But, mm. man, you got he's Bob Iger. Mm. And the story that came out about his, his salary and his reward yeah. system, yeah. That's, that's tough to swallow right there. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I know. I know. I thought it was interesting. But he did say June. So uh, for Disneyland people, I'd say get in line because start now. Get a head start because uh, I think that line is going to go straight to Walt Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> the two lines will meet in the middle of the country. <laughs> <laughs> They'll meet in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike or I want to be like, what the hey? Yeah. Well, let's do a live show, guys. Yeah. What are you guys waiting for? Yeah. Oh, we're let's waiting for Star Wars Land. Land. Which park? <laughs> Disneyland. Walt Disney World. That's what I said. Ramen, Ramen will have like live shows yeah. for weeks. Yeah. And people aren't going to be moving. That'd be well, awesome. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mike Ramen is our friend from Be Our Guest Podcast. Lives, yeah. I think he lives in St. Louis area somewhere. I here. think so, too. What a guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. All right. Hey, there's new dining discounts <gasps> and more perks available for Walt Disney World Annual Pass holders. I saw that. I got excited. Whoop, whoop. They're giving us some AP love. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the prices come out, we're not going to be singing that tune. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World Resort has just announced several new offerings for annual pass holders will take place during the month of January only. So it's a short-lived. Remember when they did the limited time? Each month was a different I do. perk. I do. That I was think cool. that's what that was fun. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing again. Uh, the festivities begin next week with... I'm glad this is you and not me. Potion Purple Premier Pop-Up Event. You need a pop mic on your filter. <laughs> that will be held in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom Park on Thursday, January 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Those attending will have the opportunity to purchase the potion. Opportunity, they're all over the place. Uh, it was an entire wall at the World of Disney Store of these things. Potion the... Uh, uh, Purchase the Potion Purple merchandise, which includes items such as the adult and youth spirit jerseys. I'm not a big fan of these. Vacation mode water bottles, lounge fly mini backpacks, a lounge fly wallet, and a new Mickey's t-shirt. The newest purple food and beverage offering offerings will also be available for purchase. So they're setting up a pop-up <coughs> store with in the Magic Kingdom in with specific merchandise. It's yeah. only available to pass holders. Mm -hmm. And then after this is open, they'll put it out to the regular guests. Yeah, or somewhere else. A valid annual pass card with a photo ID will be required at check-in, but registration is not necessary. I'm shocked. As always, activities and offerings are subject to change without notice and merchandise available while supplies last. Additionally, pass holders are welcome to use their 20% merchandise discounts at the event as well. But wait, there's more. Yeah. Uh, I will tell pass holders, I have the card, you know, to get the discount. Mine says 2018, so I have to go get a new one. Yeah, same here. So, I got, I got popped because mine says 2016. Yikes. They're like, I need to check your ID. I need you to call it up. I'm like, seriously? And I, as I said to the cast member at Guest Relations that was asking me for my card. Can you not click it? Or why don't it? you send us new ones every year? Right. 
I think you have my address. Uh, uh, yeah, we didn't get new ones with our magic bands. No. You have to go get them at the parks, which I thought was stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, hey, let me ask you a question. Hang on. So they asked, they asked for your ID. Did they have a magic band reader? Mm-hmm. It, those things work on cards, too, don't they? Yes, but you have to show the card for your 20% discount. Well, tap it on the reader. I agree, oh, but geez. the passes aren't on there. That's what I got popped on the other yeah. day. Go ahead. All right. So for a limited time from January 6th through January 31st, that would be the month, pass holders can receive 20% discount at the following restaurants across Walt Disney World Resort for lunch and dinner only unless otherwise noted. Yep. Let's start with the Begotten at Epcot. The Coral Reef, the Hollywood Brown Derby, excellent place, and nice that they're giving 20% there. Yep. Hollywood and Vine. Nice. nice. Buffet. A little pricey, though. Uh, the Jungle Navigation Company, LTD, Skipper's Cantina. That's a hard pass for me. That's the longest name for yeah. the shortest. Anyway. Tiffin's. Hey. Tony's Town Square. I highly suggest that. Mm. Uh, Ale and Compass. I like that. <clears throat> Boatwright Dining Hall at Port Orleans. I like that. Dinner, Dinner only. only. Citrico's, which I'm going to again tomorrow. Again? Hey, <laughs> you use your pass. Yeah. For dinner only. Dinner only. I'm going for dinner. Uh, Disney Spirit of Oahu Dinner Show at or, the Poly. Or Oahu. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So that's good. That's a that's a pretty steep ticket. That is twenty percent off. Yeah, you get twenty percent off that. Yeah. It's nice. Flying Fish, another good place. Broski. Dinner only. The Hoop de Doo, the eight thirty PM show only. I, could I eat think late. that's the middle of the road. I could eat late. I think there's an early one and a later one. Yeah, I took the late one. I'm good. Uh Jinko for dinner only. Sebastian's Bistro, dinner only. The Wave and the Whispering Canyon Cafe. That's awesome. Sebastian's Bistro is great. Yeah. So it's, if you have an annual pass, it's good because you're getting the discount. If you're using your table in Wonderland. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you get the discount and they're putting on the gratuity. So this is you can, you know, get the discount and not have to pay the gratuity. Right. You know, sort you can of, decide yeah, what whatever. the gratuity should pay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a good way to do it. Uh, the limited time discount will be applied to the regular price of food and non-alcoholic beverages. See, that's the, the, the row. Excluding applicable tax and gratuity during available lunch and dinner meal periods. Valid uh, for the pass holder and up to three guests. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not so bad. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. I'm going to try this morning. Uh, not valid for breakfast or special events and may not be combined with any other discount offer. So I can use my Tables in Wonderland and my annual pass level for 40% off? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. And uh, don't forget, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts is ready to begin on January 18th. And with that comes... A new magnet. Yeah. Hey, who do you think is going to be on the magnet? Goof, Goofy was on the last one. They've had a Mickey, several Mickeys, a Minnie, a Donald, a Pluto. Goofy. Yeah, but I'm really kind of holding out hope for Figment. Because mm. it's, well, Figment is food and wine. Mm. Probably be Pluto. Yeah, could yeah, be Pluto. Probably be Pluto. 
the magnet has yet uh, to be revealed, but keep an eye out, and uh, we'll keep you posted. Oh, it's so exciting. It's Who am I going to have on the back end of my car? In this Somebody uh, posted a meme, I think, on Facebook that said, um, as a pass holder, I now need a new refrigerator because oh, you can't put all the magnets on oh, it. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know. We... Um, yeah, we recently got the the new magnets. Uh, one of our our buddies came through. We didn't get a chance to go to Epcot for the holidays. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. Well, it was because I was with my my grandfather's funeral, and then we came back and work was crazy. Then we were on a, a eight day cruise, hmm. and then we came back. We only had like nine days before our passes ran out, and we just couldn't fit it in. Right. But a good buddy of ours. I put it out on Facebook. It says, anybody have a spare magnet? Mm. A buddy of ours said, hey, we're going to be in town next week, and we'll bring you two. Wow. So, yeah. That's that, cool. That's a solid right there. My buddy, yeah. Michael. That was a solid favor. That was awesome. Nice. Uh, Walt Disney World launches the free dining promotion for arrivals in July from July 5th through September 30th of 2019. In an unexpected move, did we not expect free dining? No. Not this, Not this early year. in the year? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's get that free dining in for Star Wars Land. Mm-hmm. That's going to come October. That's right. Yeah. Uh, in an unexpected move, the Walt Disney Resort has released their hi- highly anticipated free dine promotion earlier in the year than ever before. Uh, this promotion has typically been announced in the spring, but uh, never as early as January. Uh, you can get a free Disney dining plan when you purchase a five-night, six-day, non-discounted Walt Disney World package that includes a room at a select Walt Disney World Resort Hotel and a ticket with the Park Hopper option or Park Hopper Plus uh, option for arrivals uh, from January 5th through September 30th when you book through February 10th of 2019. Mm-hmm. Packages can be available for other lengths of stay, a minimum of four night length of stay, and a four day ticket with a Park Hopper or Park Hopper Plus option is required. When you stay at a selected Disney Deluxe Resort or Disney Deluxe Villa Resort, you'll get the deluxe version of the dining plan that includes a variety of dining options. When you stay at a Disney Value Resort or Disney Moderate Resort, you get the Disney Quick Service Dining Plan that allows you to enjoy a quick bite. So now they're telling you the hotels you can stay at, the tickets you have to buy, and what kind of food you're going to eat. Is that what you're telling me, John? I'm sure that you could probably pay the difference if you want the full dining plan. I'm sure that that Disney could probably make that happen. The best advice that I can give if you're like, well, that sounds really, really good. And I know that traditionally our audience is like, yeah, I'm going to book that by myself. Look, guys, it's getting complicated. Yeah, you ain't going to book that by yourself. It's getting complicated. Uh, There's there's a lot of reputable travel agencies. Uh, We may have some really good suggestions coming up here pretty soon. Uh, We've got a lot of friends. If you need a good travel agency... Reach out, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com, and we will hook you up. Uh, All right. Yeah. So. All right. Hey, next up, the uh, 30th anniversary logo, and I can't believe this is happening, uh, for Disney's Hollywood Studios was revealed. Did you see it? I what'd did. You, what'd you think? Mm. A little lackluster. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cute. Yeah. Uh, 
Again, I'm not 100% sold out on the new version of Mickey and Minnie. Mm. However, it, it was cute. I was really kind of waiting for the name change, but we're yeah. not going to get I that think it's coming. Soon. I don't think we're going to get it anytime soon. Uh, guests can help ce- celebrate the 30th anniversary of Disney Hollywood Studios on May 1st, 2019. Yay, yay. So, a lot of things happening at the studios this year. 30th, Star Wars, Mickey's Runaway Train, Cars thing, all this kind of stuff is happening. Not only will the park celebrate their accomplishments the entire year with the new 30th anniversary logo, but other exciting things are happening in the theme park as well. The logo represents the new design of Mickey and Minnie that has been seen on the artist artist rendering of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Train. The upcoming attraction slated to open this fall. Beginning January 18th, characters from The Incredibles will host a dance party at Pixar <laughs> Avenue, formerly Pixar Place. Guests will have the opportunity to meet the one and only Edna Mode. I would like a I would love a picture of Edna yeah. Mode, and I would love to have my picture taken with Edna Mode while I'm wearing a cape. Yeah, that would be funny. That would be good. We should do that. Yep. Uh, Mike and Sully from Disney's Pixar Monsters Inc. will open the door. Get that? Open the door. Wah, wah. To a new meet and greet location inside Walt Disney Presents. I think this will be in the that back area. Yeah. Where uh, Store Lord was. Uh, Lightning McQueen a Racing Academy is a new show that is set to open this spring where guests will hear his untold story. How is it an untold story? I was born a poor, non-racing car. <laughs> uh, McQueen himself will share tips and stories about racing from his years of experience on the racetrack. 20 bucks says he will not say Rubbin is racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonderful World of Animation will debut May 1st as part of the celebration of the park's 30th anniversary. The show will use state-of-the-art technology to take you on a magical journey through more than 90 years of Disney animation, all beginning with a mouse. When I, when I saw that article, I Where wasn't thinking... Where are they going to put this? It's gonna it's gonna replace the movies thing, isn't it? Is it? I, really? I, I think so. It would have to, wouldn't it? When I first saw this, I I wasn't paying close attention. I thought they were talking about the new show coming to Epcot oh. to replace Reflexes of Earth. Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a good name." Yeah, and I was yeah. I was disappointed. And uh, then, last but not least, in a galaxy far, far away. Quite possibly, the most anticipated upcoming event is the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that's opening? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the new land is set to open in the late fall of this year, 2019, and Disney's Hollywood Studios will present guests with the opportunity to explore Black Spire Outpost, the planet Batu, along with two new attractions. Just two new attractions. Just two. You the get. Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run and... Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Mm. All coming to Hollywood Studios. Cannot wait. Uh, Stand in line. Uh, isn't the Skyliner also opening this year? 2019? Should, should be. Better be. That's right. Is that the whole purpose of... Anyway. Yeah. H2O Glow Nights are returning to Typhoon Lagoon in 2019. Last summer, Typhoon Lagoon hosted H2O Glow Nights, where at nighttime, the water park transformed into a 
Toy Story themed beach party mm-hmm. accompanied by characters, music, and unique lighting effects. Did you go? I did not. We should do that this year. Yeah. While everybody else is in Star Wars land. Mm. Uh, these evening beach parties are returning for 2019 and will take place Thursdays and Saturdays beginning May 30th and going through August 17th. That's probably why we didn't go. Yeah. The hottest time of year. Yeah. Uh, this event requires a separate ticket and invites guests to come party the night away with friends from Pixar's Toy Story films during the 30th anniversary summer of Typhoon Lagoon. It's been 30 years, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, pricing has not yet been announced, so keep an eye out. And as soon as we know, you'll know. This, yeah. this is cool. I, yeah, maybe you should I, that shot. I talked to somebody who did this, and they said it was a great event. Yeah. Yeah. We should come then. Uh, hey, returning is the Festival of Pirates and Princesses uh, going back to Disneyland Paris, January through March. Uh, so are you a princess? Arr, are you a pirate? pirate. <laughs> Choose your side. Right yourself, kids. <laughs> at the Festival of Pirates and Princesses when it returns to Disneyland Paris, January 19th through March 17th, 2019. The highlight of the seasonal event is at is the Disney's Pirate or Princess. Make your choice show. Okay. Okay, so wait, wait. They're wanting kids to decide if they're a pirate, a pirate or, or a princess. princess. Right. That's going to be fun. Yeah. This immersive and interactive 360-degree spectacular takes place on Central Plaza four times a day. This is where you will be able to join the team of either pirates Arg. or princesses Hi. and dance along with your favorite Disney characters. The, the characters on Team Pirate include Peter Pan, Wendy, Hook, Smee, Jake, and Minnie. Jake, the Neverland Pirate. When did Minnie become a pirate? Hey, hey, hey. Don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Uh, characters in Team Princess will include Ariel, Aurora, Moana, uh, Merida, I can't, mine went blank, Merida, uh, Jasmine, Cinderella, Belle, Rapunzel. What in the blue blazes? And Mickey? When did Mickey become a princess? That's got to be a, that's. Shouldn't those be mm, reversed? Mm, mm, Hey, if he chooses to, to identify himself as a princess. (laughs) <laughs> then I'm out. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Welcome to the Universal Parks Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm a princess now. Uh, afterwards, aspiring swashbucklers can join Captain Jack Sparrow as he trains new pirate recruits six times a day at the Pirate Galleon in Adventureland. The fun, interactive show also allows children to train as pirates through a series of games and challenges. Tune up for hoist the flag, as the viewing area is is only very small. I I love when they translate this French. And uh, so not many people can watch each show. Uh, If you have kids, they'll be invited to take part in the show, too. Prefer to be royalty, visit the Princess Promenade, where four times a day guests can join Elena of Avatar and Sophia the First as they parade around the Central Plaza to see their royal guests. It's Elena of, of Avalon. Oh, uh, not Avatar? <laughs> no. 
She doesn't rule That'd over the blue people. That'd be funny as heck if it was. <laughs> Get all in and done up with the proper garb. Your young royals in waiting will become the fairest in the land where they will make... When they have their makeup perfected and their hair styled just like their beloved Disney princess. Meanwhile, budding buccaneers can get their face painted and look ship-shape, wearing seafaring garb fit for Captain Jack Sparrow himself. Princess gowns can be found at the likes of... I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Some French store. <laughs> A store that sells princess outfits yeah. within Disneyland Paris. That's correct. Uh, pirate outfits can also be unearthed. In shops such as... A shop that sells pirate pirate outfits within Disneyland Paris. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a Disney festival without great treats. Enjoy a pirate or princess cupcake. Or they make everything a cupcake now. It's easy. Yeah. It's... it's, Swirl it, stick it, book it. I wonder how the Parisians deal with with the sweetness of all the American stuff. I don't know. Uh, Or a princess candy apple. Finish the evening with a view of the spectacularly sparky Disney Illumination Show. Magnificent <laughs> fireworks, including incredible light projections. You can no- <laughs> stop. Okay, yeah. from here on in, yeah. no more Disneyland Paris things. <laughs> this, it's too and bad. Stunning special effects bring uh, classic Disney tales and new stories to life, including Star Wars, Frozen, Pirates of the Caribbean, all against the background of Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Jeez, English is hard enough sometimes. Yeah, and you gotta to pipe it in that we're translating it from yeah French. French. I'm glad you you did that, not me. I just stopped. I was like, okay, I'm done. Next. Uh, if you have not been to Disneyland Paris, I cannot encourage you enough to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if it's not on it, it should be on your bucket list. It's mm-hmm. it's a great park. All the parks should be on your bucket list. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I want you to set your expectations a little bit low for the Walt Disney Park, which is their version of kind of like Hollywood Studios. But the Disneyland Paris Park, amazing. It's great. Magnificent. Magnifique. So, uh, outside of that, my friends, we want to encourage you to come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com where you can uh, find uh, our newsletter. You can also find our show archives as well as our blog post, all sorts of really cool stuff, some links to some amazing sponsors to help make your day a little more magical. You can also find us on Facebook, Disney Parks Podcast on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, at Disney Parks Podcast, and Disney Podcaster on uh, the Twitter. Uh, Other than that, my friends, make sure that uh, you come find us. If we don't see you online, we'll see you. In the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through